Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. And today we have a special holiday week show for you. Now, when you think of endangered species, I bet animals come immediately to mind, right? Maybe a panda or a whale or some kind of bird. But what about plant life? Just like animals, the world's trees, flowers, grasses, and succulents are also under threat, especially as our world heats up because of climate change. Here in California, botanists are trying to protect the state's native flora for future generations. I was invited to see what some of that work looks like. And not having the greenest of green thumbs, I learned a lot. I'm going to take you to see some of our rarest plants. Okay. 35 miles east of Los Angeles in the city of Claremont, I'm getting a tour of the California Botanic Garden. It's the largest garden in the country dedicated to protecting and showcasing California's native plants. Let's see. Let's go this way. My guide is Naomi Fraga, the garden's director of conservation programs. And our first stop is a tray of finger-sized plants just starting to grow. Well, yeah, these are oak trees here. These are oak trees? Yeah, these are all oak babies, oak saplings, and different species. And they're only like about two inches tall right now. Well, yeah, they're going to turn into really big trees. Yeah. How long does that take, that process? Oh, gosh, uh, centuries <laughs> or decades at least to get established. Beyond these juvenile oak trees, Fraga tells me that no other state can compare to California when it comes to the sheer diversity of its native plant life. And so there's over 6,500 kinds of plants that are native to California. Actually, we have more kinds of plants than any other state in the United States. We're Mm. incredibly rich and diverse. But about a third of California's native plant species and population, says Fraga, are now endangered or threatened from development, drought, competition from invasive species, and of course, wildfires. If not carefully monitored and protected, some native plant life from the Dunn's Mariposa Lily in the San Diego area to the large flowered fiddle neck in Contra Costa County might go extinct. So in order to save them, in order to conserve them, we need a directed effort to ensure that populations don't go extinct. 
To do that, staff and volunteers from this botanic garden regularly travel into California's forests, fields, deserts, and coastal areas to search for the most endangered or threatened plants. When they find them, they take plant samples back to the garden, where they can be grown in the nursery. Many of them are very rare. They're in very precarious situations, and they could blink out at any moment. It's really very serious for certain rare plant populations. Really? Yeah. So this could be... I mean, heaven forbid, but this mm -hmm. could be really a place where one day this is the only place where these plants are hanging on. Yes. In fact, we have populations that we know are now extinct in the wild that are only place they exist is here in the Botanic Garden. And next to the nursery, there's a very special place in this Botanic Garden that exists to save California's most threatened plant life. So we're coming here into the California Seed Bank, the largest seed bank dedicated to California native plants. The heart of the seed bank is a laboratory space full of big freezer units bought at Home Depot. The same freezers many people have in their homes to store bulk quantities of food. But instead of steaks and lamb shanks, these freezers are filled with meticulously cataloged and packaged seed samples from plants and trees across California. Could you open one? Absolutely. This is one of the freezers that contains our rare plants. And the rare plants are in these heat-sealed foil packets. And it looks like, I mean, it looks like vacuum-packed camping food. Yeah, it does, actually. Right? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it looks like. You can think of these freezers that can store seeds for decades as biodiversity lifeboats. If one of the species stored here actually went extinct in the wild, the seeds could be a way, maybe the only way, to bring them back. So if something were to happen to that population, we're the best chance to have that population be restored and for that species to not be lost forever. You're the backstop. Yeah, absolutely. The freezers store seeds from about a third of the state's native plant life, but eventually botanists here want to keep seeds from all of them, extra insurance against a possible future plant apocalypse. And Naomi Fraga says if you, the listener, want to help in the struggle to protect California's plant biodiversity, you can by planting native flora like sage, milkweed, or California lilacs. I really think that people can make important statements through native plant gardening. I dream about that. I dream about native plant landscapes across people's yards. Even if you can only do container plants on your balcony, you can still attract butterflies. You can still attract bees. Yeah, I mean, it's really magical to build a garden and to see life just sort of arrive. So, if you're looking for a holiday week project that could also help the state's environment and biodiversity, you might want to cultivate a California native plant. And you can learn more about the California Botanic Garden and its efforts to conserve the state's native plant populations by going to the garden's website at calbg.org. That's calbg.org. You can also find some tips there about planting California natives. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. 
And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And that is the California Report for Friday, November 25th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Amanda Stupai and Izzy Bloom. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Ki Sung. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. And we'll see you again on Monday. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford HealthCare, where their greatest reward is a healthy patient. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration on the web at schmidtocean.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.